Oh, by the way, we didn't say last week, but the uh, the new mm-hmm. intro is made by Nifty. Uh, thanks, so, Nifty. Thanks, Nifty. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Liars for Hire, um, the podcast that has no set goal or theme or anything. The only thing that makes sense about it is that it's usually one of us three. Um, and by us three, I mean us two plus Robbie, who is not here. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So, w- welcome. Hey, Jackson. What are you doing? Hey, Chase. I'm, I. You're tired. Yeah. Why? We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Uh, I took medication and I've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I uh, I had to stream today, but it was fun because I got to play modded Minecraft and it was fun. Yeah. Like uh, pointed out. I'm gonna prefix this because earlier I was mad at Chase, but I'm no longer mad at Chase. It was we. You woke up. And we had a conversation about recording, told Robbie, and then you went and streamed for like five plus hours. Oh, it was only four hours. It was hardly mm-hmm. five plus. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you recall, hang on, let me uh, let me see uh, where I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't record anything more than the podcast tonight, which is I sent this at 12.03 p.m. my time. I can't record anything more than the podcast tonight because I got to stream and also work on a midterm. So, there you go. I told you. I said so. Yeah. You just didn't listen. But you also knew we had to record and that the time difference. Uh-huh. It's peanut butter M&M's? Yep. <laughs> big fucking, big fucking container of peanut butter M&M's, too. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're going to read a research paper on cyber anthropology today, which is pretty cool. It's the educational episode of the podcast where I'm winding down from my medication. And I'm doing a midterm. Uh, so how familiar are you with cyber anthropology beyond, like, if at all? Do you just, like, know of it conceptually but not really anything I, beyond that? I know the concept of cyber anthropology. I don't think I've ever practiced it because I'm more forensic anthro. That makes sense. I okay. We should make a we should make a, a clear and conceited like sort of schism between what I do mm-hmm. and what you do. Because while we both pra- practice technically anthropology, the 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 study is very different. So I I'll start by describing what I do, which is cultural and linguistic anthropology, which is the <clears throat> the study of the systems involved within uh, a, a society that create culture, um, and also studying uh, language and how it affects or how how certain i guess how language functions not so much like the the um i guess what you could call archaeological linguistics which is like the study of language and learning new languages uh it it is more the study of just a language and communication in general um so uh, mine is more you know learning about like oh this fucking tribe in india was fucking you're reading hamlet one day and they didn't fucking understand a thing you know that kind of thing, uh, or in in less like the, the on the meso step, they, they practice this language which is now dead. That's that's not really what I do. <clears throat> uh, Jackson, what do you do? Uh, I study more like forensic anthropology, which is more of like physical. 
so like human remains and shit and you apply it to fucking uh like criminal whatever because i studied i studied forensic anthropology and criminology and then i have two minors in psychology and sociology so basically so it turned into i studied forensic anthropology and i ended up like becoming a forensic psychologist (laughs) so your yours is like almost like medical in in nature uh yeah pretty much because like also like both like forensic psychology and anthropology are subfields of whatever the fuck and then like uh-huh. where it's like what, forensic psychology you got to use psychology to figure out like civil in these criminal inquiries as opposed to so and so it's just super fucking broad but yeah i did more physical i, got you. I did more physical hands hands on stuff with remains mm-hmm. and shit uh if not for the pandemic i'd probably be mm-hmm. out doing fucking field research but uh, that that's the only real physical thing I do. I, I typically just read papers and and study shit. And uh, I mean that that works out pretty well for what we're doing today. Because like I said, we're doing cyber anthropology. <clears throat> so, uh, without further ado, uh, this is a this was a paper that was actually submitted to a what was it? It was like a summit. It was a yeah, it's a symposium. Uh, first Berlin symposium on internet and society, which was held in October of 2011. And this is a paper called uh, "Cyber Anthropology: Being Human on the Internet." which was uh, written by Johanna Sprondel, uh, fucking Timo Breyer, and Fimo Breyer, and Marin Werl. Werl, yeah. Werl, yeah. Uh, They're all names from Europe, which is why they're unfamiliar to me. Uh, And uh, it's, I I, I did like a brief gloss over, you know, it's about 23 pages long. (laughs) But uh, it's it's not like... um, I mean, here I'm saying this as a as a as a base level scholar. I, I te- I'm a technically an academic, which is weird to think about sometimes. But uh, on on a base level, it's kind of sloppy a little bit. Um, I feel like they were kind of in a rush when they wrote it, <clears throat> but uh, it's still very interesting, and it poses some interesting questions. Which uh, usually we're gonna we we were talking about whether or not we want to start on the abstract or the the actual research questions proper, and we decided to start on the research questions, of which there are five. So. Let's uh let's sort of let's go over them real quick. Number one, is there a way to think global slash common political slash constitutional identity of cyber citizens without abstracting from a local uh, individual subject position, S- which is a really fucking dense question. Well, I mean, like, is it saying like, hey, can you can you make like a common term or like can you make an identity of somebody who who is on the internet without making like very niche claims so like can you identify a specific person from a specific part of the internet without saying like oh they they're from this board r slash da 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 and they're a they're a fucking whatever and using like these weird terms that only internet people would fucking know like uh, finding ways to fit uh, specific internet phenomenon or, or uh, so so like okay so this is uh, the the study of cyber anthropology is very much like new it's a very fledgling sort of study you know obviously anthropology has been sort of going on for hundreds of years in whatever forms typically in the form of colonialism which is unfortunate and pretty racist but uh, in in the more more recent years uh, it's become a little bit more scrubbed clean of that sort of past while still maintaining. Uh, not scrubbed clean of the past, but rather scrubbed clean of the difficult practices and sort of problematic 
ideas. <clears throat> um, and uh, even beyond that, a much newer form of anthropology, of, of which I've only found papers dating back to like 2002, uh, is cyber anthropology, which is specifically the study of online uh, communities. And a lot of that has to do with like students online, which is annoying because I, I kind of want to study just people online and not specifically like oh, these fucking Mista students, and they're, they're doing the... They're interacting specifically on an online forum designed specifically for them. It's it's annoying, and it's, it's like, too sterile of an environment, I think. Uh, uh, academia's what? fucking classes, so you're, we're not going to get that anytime soon. No, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do, because the, the, the whole point is that I'm... This is... Uh, the, the, the midterm that I'm doing is I'm... I'm, uh, I'm so I mean, this is an intermediate seminar, uh, uh, which is so the, in in my in my school you do two years of uh, of beginner seminars, one year of intermediate, and one year of advanced seminars. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm currently in the intermediate seminar. The advanced seminar is pretty much entirely dedicated to writing your thesis, um, and uh, the intermediate seminar is very much in the research phase of your thesis. And my my thesis is going to be. Well, I don't exactly know what my thesis is going to be, but I want it to specifically relate to cyber anthropology and and common interaction in on, online communities, and uh, specifically, you know, the communities that I'm sort of involved in. I, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how I'm going to uh, tighten that down to a specific, you know, thesis statement, which is, you know, makes sense. But uh, I, I I would really like uh, I I'm I'm trying to do research on it, and it's difficult because this is such an unbroached topic, you know. It's it's all very, it's all it's ba- it's the Wild West. The 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 www no longer stands for World Wide Web. It stands for Wild Wild West. Wiki Wild. So, Wiki Wiki Wild. Um, and Will Smith is there, just like in the movie. So, ah, uh, this is hot. Question two. <clears throat> oh wait, no, I didn't. I didn't um, quantify what I said. Um. Or rather, I didn't qualify. I, I qualified my statement, but then I didn't make my statement. So this particular paper, which was written in 2011, um, uh, the first question is, is it possible to uh, identify... It's it's like, can you find new ways to identify pre-existing like, uh, positions, I guess, in the common... Or like the common political and constitutional identity? <clears throat> like, new ways of identifying a Democrat online... Uh, that's essentially what I think question one meant. Pronouns in their bio. Pronouns in their bio. That's how you know they're liberal. (laughs) Question two. How, parenthetical, in which contexts form which, uh, uh, in, in which contexts form which individual standpoints and parenthetical do interests and needs develop and merge into common political engagement? Wait. Again, Hmm. these questions are just so needlessly verbose it is it is so fucking annoying (laughs) um Um, and i get it hmm. i get you want to like look smart because you fucking spent a bunch of money on these goddamn degrees but at the same time you know you could you could you could stand to to maybe simmer down a little bit you know reduce your your wording to uh maybe be a little bit more digestible then again, I guess this wasn't specifically meant for simpletons, simpletons like ourselves. I, um, I, I granted, I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, this was probably not written in English. It was translated out after the fact, and some of the verb, like some of the wordage, is probably all fucked up because this is it was written for a summit, so there was probably like a keynote done on it. Um, 
How do you interest and needs develop and merge into a common political engagement? Fucking, it's a common political engagement. You are constantly hammering in on those interests and the needs develop because you figure out, oh, we both like this thing. How do we reach this common goal? Because it, the using the term common political engagement, I, they're referring probably to a form because it's 2011 and these people are only probably immersing themselves in one like kind of contained subject. Uh, this is an episode of the podcast to which you can fall asleep if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how how able the uh, our audience is going to be uh, able to engage with this, uh, but <laughs> hopefully uh, you get something out of it. <clears throat> it's an ASMR podcast uh, basically tonight. Yeah. Uh, hey, I've got a question. How can we reconceptualize the human being as a creative and expressive being in terms of a user? And is a user always the same user throughout time in virtual space? Or must we assume a silent metamorphosis of the user? So Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes what? to what? We, yes to which part? Yeah, yes, we, we have to assume there's a metamorphosis because it it's different times. It, somebody who is engaging in the internet in the year 2011 is not going to be the same person who was engaging on the internet in, in the year 2021, or at least I fucking hope not. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that uh, a lot of this paper is based on assumptions of like mm-hmm. um, the most base level of internet user, like um, somebody who fucking uses the internet as an accessory on their life rather than the most common thing, which I, I think is becoming a very, you know, the, the most common rather uh, case, which is, that the internet is sort of the internet kind of runs i think most everybody's life nowadays or at least most people's lives um i i i i don't think i would be able to function uh without the internet and you know i i i that's because i've based my sort of life on the internet which i'm not like ashamed to say because the internet is an extremely useful omni tool you know uh but you know it it has also become a lot more easy to use the internet and base your life on the internet and so the problem uh with this paper lies within the fact that uh in this is like i think the most basic thing that it kind of gets wrong is that it assumes that the user engaging with the internet the person that is putting information online is going to be the same as the created individual that this user has put information into so uh it's like you're familiar with the um are you familiar are you are you familiar with mask theory vaguely mask theory being you know the you know the the outer layer is you know sort of the created facade that you know you you show to people the middle layer being fucking you know what you know about yourself and the lowest layer being the part of yourself which you're you know least likely to engage with and and you know least willing to acknowledge uh oh right masking psychology okay yeah it's i i think the internet and online you know sort of uh uh identity is almost a fourth pseudo mask which is Mm -hmm. um a version of yourself that is so easy to 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 mold it it's so pliable that it can be almost an entirely separate you know entity um and uh what this paper assumes is that the what you put on the internet about yourself is going to ask as the is going to act as the third mask instead of a, a fourth mask. Um, 
uh, especially considering you know with now with the phenomenon of uh, VTubers and 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 you know influencers and things like that, <clears throat> where people are creating literally entirely new people, new new individuals, new new entities. Well, I, I don't know if you could consider a VTuber an individual. It's a character. Um, <clears throat> it's as much of an individual as Homer Simpson is an individual. But uh, you know, it 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 it, it assumes that like. Every single person online engages with the online world in the same way you're, you're fucking your mom from from Michigan who's like, just went to fucking Denny's, haha, you know, and said like, I went to high school here, here and here, and I fucking got my degree in this and I have three kids, you know, every that it's assuming that everybody acts like that and not like. My name's Cyberdemon223 and I'm from fucking Valhalla, you know. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's it, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not even gonna engage on that one. You fucking like kicked me in the stomach with that cyber demon bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, I that that's kind of a that's a that's a very sort of that that is a piece of of criticism that I have for this particular paper. So, uh, to answer question three, I would say yes, you do need to assume a metamorphosis because no matter what, um, it, people are going to be molding their identity to be exactly what people you know what they what they want people to think of them uh question four what are the what are the processes of individualization and collectivization that contribute to the new internet identity oh there's still social pressures on the internet oh yeah like like media fandoms that formulate your fucking identity yeah, no, it's it's that's why I think this paper is interesting, if you know, flawed, um, because you know, kind of going back to question one, um, when you, you you have to assume that there are people who fall into similar categories as the ones that we've sort of already established in reality, reality, real reality, we'll call it instead of virtual reality. Uh, but you also have to assume that the stimuli fall within different categories, you know, because like. The online equivalent, the, the, there there will be an online equivalent of like a concert that people go to, but it's not going to take the same form, and it's not going to you know sort of play out in the same way that a concert would play out in real in real life. You know that could take form that could take the form of like um a live stream, or or like a a a like a Fortnite type. You know like the fucking Travis Scott concert that was held in Fortnite, <clears throat> and uh. So you kind of have to assume that these processes of collectivization and individualization are going to exist, um, or but you have to, but you can't, you can't like, you can't consult papers that already exist to get exact one to one sort of uh, catalogs that on them, you know. Mm-hmm. I I get what you mean. There's no, there's no real like cut and dry explanation as to like what forms an internet identity, especially something dating as far back as 10 years ago. Because even now, if I think about it in like modern time, quote unquote, in a contextual, like it is 2021, how did, what, what are the processes that contribute to an internet identity? I'm like, anybody can like get to point A to point B, like 
let's take let's take like oh like of somebody who's a fan of Sonic games. They could have mm-hmm. gotten there either by being really into Sonic games or being really into a furry community, <laughs> and you yeah. still get to this. You get you still get to the same endpoint. Yeah, yeah, like. In in 1990, there were book clubs, and in fucking 2020, there are fucking wikis, you know, and and Discord channels. Um, so it's uh, it is analogous, but not like morphically the same, you know. I get you. Uh, last question: What are the social, legal, and political implications of the new forms of interaction and collective identity construction? enabled by the internet uh i think this is a very 2011 question which is like how's the internet gonna affect politics um <laughs> predatory you of cancel culture fun cancel culture cancel culture cancel culture royal canceled my buddy baron <laughs> what, what here's how it will change politics it will keep people informed people will know more because information is being delivered to you faster than it ever will be in your fucking lifetime you will have so much information thrown into your face, you'll get fucking sick of it, and you'll get mental issues because you're sick of looking at horrible, awful news, so you gotta put your fucking phone down. Uh, truly, the human being was not meant to uh, s- uh, survive a 24-hour news cycle from around the world. No. Uh, we, we're, we're supposed to know 100 people in our village uh, within a 100-mile radius. That's like That's like the most that's like the most that a person can fucking reasonably keep on top of you know if somebody came to me today and was like why the fuck did you order spaghetti didn't you know that the fucking the that goddamn fucking restaurant is on a strike i'd be like i didn't know dude i'm so fucking sorry um and uh i would feel bad but god i i, I there was no reasonable way for me to have known you know they, they you stumble upon information by chance you know based on who you surround yourself with and what kind of news feeds you're subscribing to. Yeah, so. you can yeah, you can personalize the new news feed you absorb, but then there's also platforms still like Twitter that it will shove it down your fucking throat. <laughs> that's true. And in some ways that's good, uh and in some ways that's bad. Um the the worst thing that ever happened to American culture was uh news conglomerates. That is uh privatizing the news was a horrible horrible mistake i'm not i'm not saying anything new by by saying that i'm not saying anything fucking interesting by saying that i'm saying something that uh, i think about almost every single day by saying that uh right if if corporations own the news in america uh, which is unlike most other countries in the world um and that's no good. That's no good. We focus really hard on the political, but I also want to point out it said social and legal. Uh, we have long people have been doing long distance relationships before the internet. Uh, the internet just makes it fucking easier. Oh yeah, yeah no. Uh, so legal, I I don't think like legal NFTs. Legal, I I know I'm I'm thinking about like. For legality, it's just, I mean, it, I, I feel like it's a simple answer, if 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 a big answer, which is um, the legality of certain things is just irreparably, irreparably going to be changing because, you know, the internet's f- fucking not going away. <laughs> the internet is going no. to stay here forever until the end of humanity. There's going to be an internet or an internet analog, whether that be the fucking conscious that we are all tapping into all at once, or just literally the internet until the end of time. 
uh, the end of human time. Yeah. Which may as well be the end of time. <clears throat> uh, do you think there are other like species out there that can perceive like time and have an, a concept of time? Uh, I, I, I believe they perceive them differently. I believe. No, I mean like, like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, uh, like, like species. Cause like aliens exist. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Uh, they're not little fucking green men, but, uh, they're little gray uh, men. They get are, it right. They're, excuse me. I'm sorry. They, they live in fucking New Mexico. Uh, no, uh, aliens probably exist on the other side of the fucking galaxy or the other side of the universe. Because the universe is goddamn gigantic, and you would be a fool to believe that we are the only thing that's ever developed in human, in 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 the entire, you know, history of existence. The world. Uh, yeah, um, the world meaning everything. Not when when you say the world, do you imagine a planet or just existence? When somebody says the world, I picture the planet. That's why I always have to like verify. It's also that thing with um. When somebody asks me like, "Can you get me a few of something?" I'm like, "What do you ver? What do you mean by few?" That's true. Yeah, no, it's so when I say the world, I mean I mean like all of existence because I don't know, it's like a Minecraft world, you know. Mm, uh, yeah, the chunks are rendering. That's the stupidest fucking day. thing I could have said. Stupidest goddamn thing. You just movie. played Minecraft, it's fine, and you're still doing the Australian accent for a secondary person in your conversations with yourself, by the way. Uh I've been watching the Big Les show. Uh, okay. Yeah, and so I was thinking about moving to Australia. No. You ever thought about moving to Australia? No. I'm not moving to a country where they lost a war to birds. But, like... They lost a war to birds. But they smoke weed all the time. They lost a war to birds. Like, three guys. They lost a war to birds. It wasn't the fucking... They lost a war to birds. (laughs) <laughs> no 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 chase has his fucking screen share on and he pulled up rule 34 turn it off turn it off turn it off turn it off chase turn it off. oh hey wait a minute <laughs> why is it so small this is just we, we are just we went from like reviewing an academic paper to you have pulled up rule 34 and you are looking at porn with your friend lois griffin is fine but peter's like dick is small and veiny anyway <laughs> uh, I think the so- social implications are pretty obvious, mm-hmm. uh, and legal implications are very broad, and the political implications are fucking also very obvious. It's on uh, the nose. What's gonna happen? Yeah, uh, most all poli- mo- th- I would say like a, a good like sixty percent of politics and politicking now happens, you know, online. You know, I I, I would say the the internet is probably the most lucrative place to to do your your fucking campaigning you uh, you're not gonna have a fucking political change anymore without using the internet <laughs> yeah no it's because that's that's where the people are all of them <laughs> you know you don't you don't just have to go fucking you don't have to change the the minds of the people of minneapolis you know and then the next day you change the the, the, the minds of people in cincinnati and the next day of the people in fucking oklahoma uh, is Oklahoma, Oklahoma's a fucking state, dude. Sometimes I forget like certain states. Like Delaware is the most boring fucking state. Nothing's good. Nothing's ever come out of Delaware or Oklahoma, except for well, the bombings. <laughs> the bombings, multiple. Yeah, the Oklahoma bombings. Isn't that like a thing? I thought it was the Oklahoma City bombing, the one bombing. And also Bernie Sanders, which came out of Delaware, I think. Vermont. 
who fucking cares, dude? I, I, those, <sighs> those states are nothing. I would say Shut I would up. like to apologize. Realistically, there's probably going to be a lot of people from those two states, and I'd like to apologize to those people. But like, your cities are nothing. Your states are nothing. From fucking New Hampshire, right next to Vermont. I literally, never heard of that fucking state in my life. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna Oklahoma City bomb your apartment. <laughs> uh. Anyway, you want to get into the abstract? Might as well. This long ass fucking abstract. We've been, uh, we've been. I saw the word MySpace in this paper. It was, yeah, it was written in, uh, it was written in fucking 2011. It's actually twice. Oh my god. It'll be fine, dude. Anyway, let's get to it. Abstract. Cyber anthropology is an approach that submits anthropological and philosophical questions, as well as sociological, political, and linguistic questions, including questions of of constitutional law arising from them, to different fields associated with the internet, which has not been done in this specific transdisciplinary way in previous research. This is true. Mm. This is part of the reason that I want to do a fucking uh, uh, goddamn paper on it, is because nobody fucking researches this shit. Nobody 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 thinks it does anything, but it does. But they're too scared because you just pulled up. You pull. It literally took you three seconds to pull up a website and look up porn of Seth MacFarlane's characters of Lois and Peter Griffin. I also, if you earlier, I looked up. There are currently seven point eight million Tinder users, which is another thing that I, when we were Jesus talking about. Jesus uh, fucking Christ! Yeah, when I was when we were talking about long distance relationships, and I can just pull up those fucking statistics whenever I want because, like, I and I, I I joke about this all the time, but literally we have the sum of all human knowledge at our fingertips most every single day, at just like all the time, and people don't want to. And it, it, the fucking academia is just like, all right, they didn't fucking made it. It's not in the real life. Wait, fucking well, dickhead. Fuck, fuck you. There's literally a Minecraft server dedicated to banned literature. I can go on that Minecraft server and read banned fucking books. That's fucking sick. That's awesome. I love it. I love going on that. I go on that server like once a month and find a book that I'm not supposed to be reading and then I read it. Like what? Uh, <laughs> ironically, there was a book on how to dismantle a government. And it oh. it was really, uh, I forget the name, but if I find it again, I'll let you know. But it was really um concise. It wasn't like some dude like, you you got to do this, man. You got to do this. It was just somebody who sat down. He's like, yeah, no, I worked for the government. Uh, this is how you can easily just dismantle it and establish some kind of rule that's benefiting the people. And I'm like, God damn. Uh, I, I have to imagine the Anarchist Cookbook is there, right? Oh yeah, it's absolutely there. It's one of the first things. Like, here's the highlighted books. If you want to find them, if you're here to find these books, here's where you can find them in the library, in the Minecraft library. There's gotta, other people you, there reading books. You gotta, you gotta fucking give me that server. That sounds awesome. I will. Thank you. Um, I want to crack my neck. Ow. Wait, I want to crack mine now. All right. Ooh. Oh fuck! <laughs> Did it hurt? Yeah, I hit my chin on my microphone too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I posted about this on Twitter, um, and I, I, I'm of the opinion that any, like, forum or Discord server or whatever that has more than 500 users should have some sort of archive, and anything above 10,000 users should have some sort of dedicated historian or, or histographer, because, like, that information's fucking valuable, dude. Like, even if it's just like, oh, fucking Dream stand server. Oh, we love Dream. Like, there is likely going to be a history with that particular culture. And uh, if if it's if 
if that if that culture of dream ever becomes significant in like an a uh, 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 a a and this is just an example fuck dream but um if 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 that sort of thing ever becomes significant in like a research paper and there's no archive for it and all we have is the result of the dream the dream culture uh and that's it uh then fucking we're going to be up shit creek without a paddle you know and because these things these these people or or the these rather I almost said species. This, uh, this, uh, you know, these, these, these cultures, these societies, these micro societies, they're full of people that are making an impact. Like, I'm, I'm so glad that people are making like speedrunning documentaries because there's such an interesting history behind the, 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 you know, it, it, it's, it's like in the same way. There's like baseball documentaries. There, there should be speedrun documentaries. I okay. I am of the opinion that there should be a a an international like a un sanctioned government funded um documentary uh, uh team that specifically documents every single decade of the world like for every single country you know uh i i i think that there should because like we we're at the point where we can just do that you know like we we can just say these are all the significant things that happened in the past decade we can't do that what do you mean we can't do that why can't we do that it's going to turn into political propaganda. I do not I do not trust the government to have a sanctioned team to document a decade of a country without altering it in some way to make themselves look better. Not even if it's US man, or UN mandated? I, I I do not trust any government in the world to do that. You're, it's cuz you're an anarchist, dude. I do not trust any government period. <laughs> I it, it like took me. A, this is gonna sound silly, but uh, I only just realized the other day that anarchy that like the word anarchy comes mm-hmm. from like like and like anti archy like like monarchy mm-hmm. or or, or theocracy or the, 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 fucking what is it theocracy theocracy I don't know. maybe I don't know yeah whatever it's just an anarchy that 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 is that I, like it's so simple just the the phonemes match up so simply and. Yet I didn't realize it because you know when you're mm-hmm. when you're young and you learn words you're just like oh that's just what that means and I don't have to think about it anymore. But then you, when you actually start fucking thinking about that shit, you start realizing why like how the words are constructed. Just linguistic anthropology things. <laughs> anyway. Fun, fucking yeah. You know what? Fuck the rest of this abstract. It's just gonna keep repeating the same shit. And we already read the fucking questions. Plus we're over half an hour into this shit. Oh God, are we? We're yeah, we're almost we're thirty five minutes in. Uh, so far, the question of how internet changing societies have cyber anthropology. Oh, the what, what, hold on. Let me read that last sense of that abstract again. Hold on. This is okay. intended by drafting a systematic theory of cyber anthropology. Hey, you, you're gonna have to do that like every six months. Yeah. No. It's uh the. I feel like there is um. You could make like maybe a model or a projection of like how things change and how things evolve, but to say like this is how the internet works, like once and then never again is gonna it's gonna get outdated quick, you know. You, yeah, you need to build like a method to categorize it because listen, listen, the internet was different once the Lorax movie came out, and the internet is starting to change again because fucking. Uh, gimmick twitter oh yeah Yeah. mitchell's versus the machines is out like movies are constantly changing because of internet fandoms and also like 
stupid fucking characters and people devoted to characters, people devoted to real people, people devoted to music, people fucking into video Fan- games super there are, hard. There are, f- there are fandoms. Th- in a vacuum, there is very little difference between a fandom and a religion. God. Jesus Christ, you're right. Yeah. It's just it's just the theological sort of categorization that, that separates them. Yeah, I was about to say, we might be kind of blinded because we've been part of fandoms on the internet, but then I realized there's, like, middle-aged people who are really into guns, and that, by, like, definition, is a fandom because they're really into their fucking guns. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, it, any any devotion that, that goes to... Like, there are people dressing up as characters, dude. There, there, there are people who have devoted their lives to, to writing fucking, you know, literature about you know fucking video games you know fallout mm-hmm. equestria is like a f- i'm gonna hang on fallout equestria word count oh my god right 600 yeah. 600 620,000 words it, it's a f- word. fan uh, novel yeah uh how many no how, how many seven okay fallout equestria is is it has nearly the King James Bible has seven hundred eighty three thousand words. Fallout Equestria has six hundred twenty thousand. So fucking, in that is that is a single that is a single that is a single like piece. You know, let's fuck let's look let's look at the fucking Homestuck word count. Home I no Homestuck word count has eight hundred thousand words. Fucking oh my god. Yeah no. Uh, uh, Smash High word count. What the fuck is Smash High? Smash High, hang on, fan fiction. Is it called? Fa- it's called Smash High. Yeah, uh, Smash High, the longest piece of fiction in, in the world today, which is a fan fiction of Super Smash Brothers Brawl, is four million words. What the fuck, dude? Uh-huh. Uh huh. The, the fan fiction is called. Fan- it's it's called Subspace Emissary World Conquest, based on the popular fighting game Super Smash Brothers Brawl. This is the longest piece of fiction in the world. Uh, it, it is four times the length of the Bible, nearly five. Jeez, I'm crow. Okay, yeah. People are fucking dedicated to fandoms more so than people are dedicated to religions, and yet they're 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 separated naturally based on a belief, I guess you could say. But you know, the only like the fanaticism is nearly one to one. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to get at. Um. <laughs> You can get there, yeah, but I feel like there's some people who are so dedicated to media that they're beyond even religious fanatics. Uh, you hear about those kids that stabbed one of their friends for Slenderman? Yep. You hear about the those uh, Romans that hung up that one dude on two pieces of wood? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I'm sure nobody's going to remember that image. Um, <laughs> anyway... anyway. Uh, let's let's actually start reading this instead of just reading the fucking abstract. Uh, in 1966, Berger and Luckman began their seminal work on the social construction of reality seminal. with the statement... <laughs> <laughs> you're so fucking funny. I can tell you're... You laughed. You game. genuinely laughed when I said the word seminal. Oh, suck my willy. Uh, <laughs> I can our perp- smile. Shut up. Since our purpose <laughs> in this treatise is a sociological an- analysis of the reality of everyday life, more precisely of knowledge that guides conduct in everyday life, we are 
only tangentially interested in how this reality may appear in various theoretical perspectives to intellectuals. We must begin by a clear... This is a run-on sentence to end all fucking run-on sentences. We must begin by a clarification of that reality as it is available to to the common sense of the ordinary members of society. This approach to reality as it is a subjectively as it is subjectively experienced by the members of society is still a valid methodological starting point for a philosophically informed sociological investigation on social and political processes. No. The analysis no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. They're saying that the Berger and Luckman like formulation of like what did it go scroll up real quick for me. They're saying yeah, for the social construct of reality is ten tangential in order to make a framework for cyber anthropology no it's 1966 (laughs) i don't think they're talking about i don't think they're talking about specifically cyber anthropology no but they're saying this approach to reality subjectively experienced by the members of a society is still valid method like a still a valid method it no it's not it's a it's dated you can't keep you can't keep i understand science is building on to itself but with something as new as cyber anthropology i don't think you can fall back on something like that in order to start you need to build your own methodology are you are you saying it is so fundamentally different than like cyber anthropology is so fundamentally different than uh uh, uh social anthropology or the social construction of reality that you need to start from the ground up yes it's a totally new thing this is something nobody has dealt with before. I guess. I mean, like, I guess. The, the, the cultural interactions on the internet may be similar to those outside of it, but it's, there's a whole different thing going on. Like, there's no, there's some groups that don't have social norms or, like, social uh, cues or anything like that. They just kind of do whatever the fuck they want. How do you categorize something that doesn't have, like, rules or laws? I guess you make a new category for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I I suppose so. Fair enough. Uh, you talking about 4chan? You talking about 4chan, dude? No. You're talking about 4chan. You love 4chan. I hate What's your 4chan. favorite 4chan board? The QAnon one. The Q, there's a QAnon board on 4chan? <laughs> yep. Sure. Oh. I like K, because everybody there is just really wants to be violent for some reason. They hate women. K- on K? Yes. What? No, they just love guns. Yeah, and hate women. Um, I want to show you the the. Uh, hang on. We're, we're, we're watching a YouTube video in the middle of a podcast. I want to no. I just want to show you the uh, the uh, <laughs> the the sort of comment section of this video. It's a it's a mashup. It's like uh, here here's what it sounds like. It sounds like fucking. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um. Uh, and, and the comment section is just terrifying. Uh, remember, kids, the first rule of gun safety is to have fun. Uh, what do you feel when you take somebody's life? The recoil. Go ahead, fed boy. Stop. Step onto my property. It's not a war crime if denying the it's the it, denying the enemy future recruits. Holy it, it, like, fuck! This is just this is just a, a comment section of mentally deranged and extremely violent individuals, uh, which is incredibly funny to me. Uh, remember, kids, it's only a war crime if you lose. You know. Huh. There's only there's no political solution. There is only acceleration, uh, you know. So oh, it's just, <laughs> I just saw something real racist in that one too. Oh, ooh. Uh, 
There's one that I actually like. It's, yeah, UK leaves the EU. Ireland, finally, you're all alone. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ almighty. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. It's, it's really just, this comment section is just really very, I'm not going to tell you what video this is, uh, because I, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I want my viewers to remain virgin and, and pure, uh, but uh, it's just really interesting. This this particular comment section became an unfiltered. Like this is just where people want to commit violence. It's not even specifically like, oh, these racist people want to commit violence, or like, oh, these you know these revolutionaries want to commit violence. It's just every single person that ever wants to commit violence is here in this comment section saying, oh my god, I want to shoot somebody. I want to shoot somebody. I want to shoot somebody so bad. Yeah, you know, I I can see it. Hey, uh, go scroll up a little bit. Uh, All right. uh, a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit. I'll keep going until I say stop. I, I, I think you already passed it. No, keep going up. I'm not looking at the comments. Right. I'm looking at the recommended videos. Okay. I have a, I have an inquiry for you. Stop. Okay. What's that ASMR video of a VTuber that you watched for 37 minutes? I didn't watch it for 37 minutes. I skipped 30 <laughs> no, no, minutes no, no, and then no, no, listened no, no. to it for 7 you minutes. You watched it for 37. It's a three-hour long ASMR video of a v- VTuber cat girl. And it, in the captions, it's ASMR in parentheses oil slash blanket slash whisper voice slash cat. <laughs> Listen to her voice. Listen to her voice. She's got a weird voice. Hang on. Make, make a sound. She's not going to speak. <laughs> she's no, she's nervous. You made her nervous. She, She's she's touching my ears. You made her nervous. She can't hear. She's got like a cat voice, but like like an actual like, like that. Hang on. This Fucking- is the internet. This is the internet. The internet's fucked up and stupid and weird because we just you know we just jump from. Huh. We jump from uh, talking about like the political weird people extremism. on 4chan. <laughs> political extremism too. Hey, look at this fucking cat VTuber trying to give me ASMR by like licking her weird 3D, 3DO like ear microphone. The internet's cool. I like the internet. It's fun. I hate the internet. I think the no. internet's bad. Uh, I think the internet's great and you love it. You you make uh, your money on liter- on the internet. I know I make my money on the internet, but I can also make my money not on the internet. Pussy. Please turn this fucking video off. Oh my god. <laughs> you're, you're falling asleep, that's why. I'm it's not falling good. asleep. She just like shoved her tongue down my ear canal. Stop. Stop. This is not fun for anybody listening to this right now. I'm just eating okay. peanut butter M&M's. Okay, uh, today we're going to be eating some peanut butter M&M's. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna a, take a big bite. Are you ready for me to take a big bite out of this peanut M and M? You ready? Here's the sound Here of peanut butter M and M's. Oh fuck! You gotta lower that one. <laughs> oh, that would hurt me. Oh, dude. <laughs> Ow. Gotcha. <laughs> that was a. That bomb. one hurt. I'm, mark, I'm marking. I am marking that down for you, for to you to fucking lower the audio when it comes up because that that, <laughs> that is a cunt thing to do. You're you're putting that one on my permanent record. <laughs> you have three <laughs> strikes until you're out, and that's your second strike, Mister. What was my first strike? <laughs> Making me mad. When when did I fucking? I've never made you mad. You're right. You haven't. <laughs> exactly. You haven't strike. made me genuinely mad. I would hope not. Nah, it's because I'm so no. good at communication. Because I'm a linguistic genius. Okay. okay now you have a second strike. 
The title cyberanthropology has been used since the mid-1990s to, to describe a sub-branch of social and cultural anthropology that investigates cyberspace as a new domain for ethnographic fieldwork. That's what I like. That's what I like to fucking hear. It's just that people don't go fucking in-depth enough, dude. As a new domain of anthropological practice, the study of cyberculture is particularly concerned with the cultural construction and reconstruction. I, I, can you hear the saliva in my mouth? Hang on, I need to... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to spit it out? You want to spit it out in my mouth so that way you don't have to deal with it? Nah, I swallowed it, kid. Sorry. Oh, well, okay. So, sorry, kidding. <clears throat> uh, the cyberculture is particularly concerned with the cultural construction and reconstruction of which the new technologies are based and which they, uh, they, they in turn help to shape, which is Escobar, 1994. Uh, that's fine. Um, though, you, the one thing that has yet to be confronted is the, like, the classist sort of ideology. Because, like, whenever anybody talks about, like, if you read a, a paper about, like, fucking reddit or 4chan or whatever it's typically po like a political extremism like it's not it's not going to be an anthropological uh, uh pa paper it's going to be a political paper and uh you know that's sort of inherently problematic because it's 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 like that's that's like if you only ever went to ireland to make documentaries about people who make car bombs you know so it's well, i mean uh, you go straight to the source <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> uh anyway so it's just sort of inherently a flawed cyber anthropology is a horribly neglected uh, sub genre of anthropology, which is uh, really frustrating for me. Nobody cares because all anthropologists, care. you care because you're, you're a new, you're a new age anthropologist. I think all the like former anthropologists are still stuck up on other fields. Oh, I want to learn about fucking India. Or I want to uh, learn about, about fucking... Tewa Khan and all the shit that they did there. I want to learn about the fucking Norse mythology of fucking Iceland. Mm -hmm. oh. I want to. I want to learn about all the Spaniards that came over and killed all the killed all the indigenous people and gave them disease. I love disease. I'm gonna eat another peanut butter because that shit's fucking good. I want to learn about smallpox so that way I can develop my own version of it that is even better. Are I'm we, immune. Um... How many, how many, like, terrorists do you think came out of your school? Out of my school that I went to specifically? Yeah, University of Arizona or whatever. Uh, yeah, U of A. Uh, <laughs> not the school I went to, but I'm going to throw them under the bus. Um, mm. I don't think any, like, quote-unquote terrorists came out, but I'm sure there was a couple of extremists that came out of my college. Like radicalists? <clears throat> or people Radicalist. radicalized? Yeah, there was some people when I transferred into uh, the... Uh, the, the anthropology degree there were some people under that that were pretty uh wild as is and i'm sure as soon as they graduated and or dropped out that they went on to join a couple of groups <laughs> i uh i told you i don't think i've talked about it on the podcast but there's one guy in one of my uh seminars um who is from i don't know where he's from i think he's from like uh i think he's i think he's egyptian but um <clears throat> he uh he so what are the two in, in field work in anthropology? I don't know if how familiar you are with this because this has to do with like ethnography and stuff. Uh, but in, in, in field work in anthropology, what are the two sort of like names that you have for people that you're going to for information about a culture? Do you know? Mm -hmm. S say, say one of them. <sighs> the one I hate, which is subject. That no, that's no. See, that's a, that's a problematic one. We they used to be that that that's like a that's like a uh, a holdover from um uh, uh, uh like the more colonial era. Of yeah, no, that's why I say I hate it because that's right. the one that a lot of my professors would use. Mm -hmm. Um, the the two terms used are um there is uh, informant 
which is the sort of uh, that the, the, it sort of maintains a power dynamic where the uh, the person writing or the or, or researching is the one in power, uh, and then there's one which is more preferred in in modern anthropology, which is collaborator, <clears throat> and um, this Egyptian dude. Uh, he 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 refers to uh, those people as subjects. Yeah. Um, and uh, and later on in the, in the same seminar when um, when so I think somebody was asking questions about like uh, can you do like uh, can 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 you do an ethnography on a place where you personally were socialized you know and you were brought up in or would that sort of taint the uh, would you taint would would that taint the research process. Um, based on you know preconceived notions and biases and things like that, um, and he said, <laughs> uh, if you're doing anthropology correct, it shouldn't it shouldn't uh, have any you, you shouldn't hold any biases because anthropology is a cold and un- uncaring uh, a cold and uncaring science, uh, which was really alarming, really just scary for him to say that because no, it's not. It's a humanity. <laughs> it is. It is. It is the farthest thing from a hard, cold science. It, and, and the fact that he would imply that means he's got some really weird notions about what anthropology should be and what anthropology is. Um, so, if I were to guess, I, there are a couple people, actually, who were like that in my school. Uh, I, won't, I won't get into um, the details. There was one guy who said that uh, we should hear out Nazis. Uh, there was another guy who said that uh, we shouldn't have the right to stop people from committing suicide. Uh, um, what? There's, uh, hmm. There there are just some really, I mean, I, I, that's just common libertarian fare, I guess, but, um, nope. you know, <laughs> st- stopping people, like, no, I'm, I'm saying he was like, oh, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think that people should uh, have the right to, uh, the, the government shouldn't be able to stop me from committing suicide. They shouldn't be able to lock me up. I should be able to commit suicide if I want to. Um, he doesn't sound exactly like that, but it was English. Uh, it makes sense. He's he was fucking from England. They're uncaring and made uh, are born without a sense of empathy. But um, you you lost the war. Move on. <laughs> I would like to apologize to the Europeans. I would like to apologize to the two British viewers that I know that we have. Who we have British viewers? Yeah, all two of them. <sighs> traitors, traitors to the crown, mind you. Tra- but <laughs> oh, fuck. That's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, um. Hey, you, here's my theory about the person that you were saying called people subjects and that anthropology is a cold science. Uh, yeah. Theory. Theory one. Uh, this is something I told you before, which was they have a personal agenda that is rooted in awful, probably racist ideology. Likely. Uh, theory two, they're a STEM major that failed out of their STEM degree and were forced to transfer into anthropology in order to stay in the university. You know what the scariest thing is? I think he's actually hmm. a political student. Um, oh, that is better. doing a Yeah, he's doing an anthropology seminar because uh, you're supposed to take uh, more than one seminar based on uh, or ba- out, out, out of your sort of uh, base of study. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, the fact that he calls, I, I'm pretty sure the fact that he's political. I'm like scared of the political students. Like I, I know one one guy who I kind of hang out with sometimes, um, and he's a he's a political. He wants to go into politics in the Philippines, uh, and uh, he's got some opinions. He's not like. Uh, yep. I was about to say he's not racist, but I don't think that's true. Um, uh, but uh, I mean he. T- I, I I tend to I, I tend to talk to him sometimes in in group settings and uh, 
I uh, oh, fuck what the, he 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 is of the opinion that we shouldn't talk to Nazis. So that's like something like we shouldn't hear Nazis out. Uh, so he's not a centrist. I think he might just be authoritarian left. I don't I don't fucking know. Oh, even better. Uh, I dated a political science uh, student before when I was in college. Why? I dude, she was hot. Oh, okay. And we had intellectual conversations until we disagreed on something, and then it turned into a big debate. I thought you were about to say we had intellectual coitus. I don't know no. why. Sex is not smart. Sex is dirty and gross. Don't have sex. <laughs> don't have sex unless you're a freak. If you have sex, unless you're a freak. If you have sex, you're a fucking gnarly freak of nature. When's the last time you had sex? Be honest. Be honest? Be honest. What day is it? It's, uh, it's uh, Sunday. Uh, uh, fuck. Friday? <laughs> you fucking <laughs> bitch. You fuck fucking you. Fr- you fucking freak! You have, you put your penis in things, you weirdo. That's you giving put up the penis power. penis in your hand. Yeah, you're you're giving up the power, dude. You're I'm giving power. up the power. Yeah, you're surrendering your power. <laughs> I'm sorry to my partner who may be listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ask because I know they might be listening. <laughs> They're probably listening to this, and I'm gonna get a text when they listen to this part. They're gonna be like, "Oh, are we nasty freaks because we had sex? Are we? Am you I a freak are, of nature?" You're nasty. You're fucking weird. You're fucking nasty and weird. Uh, you, you don't don't listen to whatever Jackson says uh, when he texts you back because I'm I'm right and I'm genius. Follow I love, me on Twitter, by the way. Fuck you. I love how uh, <laughs> the first time you interacted with my partner, uh, it was it was to be like, oh yeah, no. Sometimes uh, we say things that are off kilter, and immediately you're like, what? I say slurs, and then said a slur that you're allowed to say. Yeah, I am. I'm allowed to say that one. You're allowed to say that one. I'm not. I don't say it publicly because I feel like it would uh, uh, it would offend the the common person, and I, I respect that. In the same way that I, I used to be kind of uncomfortable with the word queer, because uh, queer has uh, historically been used as a slur. <laughs> but uh, in in public circles with people that I feel are like minded and and uh, just generally smart enough to to know the difference between good and bad, I I tend to let one rip every one every now and again. <laughs> the ones that I'm allowed to do, the ones that I'm allowed. <laughs> Like like I'll I'll let I'll let fly a, I'll let fly a fairy or fruit every so often, you know. I'll just scream and yell at all of you and call you fucking morons or whatever the fuck. He doesn't say slurs. Jackson is a good boy. He doesn't say any slurs that he's not allowed to, so that's fine. You have trauma associated with him, so every time I even hear the word I flinch. You said some crazy stuff about your, your heritage before we started. I know, and that was great. And then you showed me a <laughs> Fucked up video from the onion. <laughs> visualize your visualize your stressors as a hook nose creature, <laughs> a ugly hook nose creature. <laughs> like whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jackson is Jewish, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a Jewish friend. It's fine. I could say this. Well, you're the one who said it. I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I mentioned, I said the video, I said the title of the Onion video. What you're saying is, I had, what you, I'm equi- equating to what you said was, my friend Jackson is Jewish, so therefore it is fine for me to talk about this. You're pulling up the video again. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're pulling up the video. Oh, you're pulling up the Rule 34 picture of, why is it so dirty? Well, why do people make edits of the actual show? Uh, I like, know. I think I know that artist too. What the fuck? Look at that, Peter. 
Why does a Peter look like that? Put that, put that on, like, caption, like, crop that out and just put that up. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in Discord <laughs> so, I, so I don't forget it. Put that one up, and then I'm going to also mark down the time where you blew out my fucking eardrum so people don't get mad. <laughs> That's not like, like a bad drawing either. God, the internet's fucking weird. It wasn't a bad drawing either, is the thing. No, I I agree. You can do anything you want on the internet. Uh, We hardly got to page like fucking six of this shit. Dude, we're already at it. It's fine. It's fine. We kind of like, we broke the mold on what you need to read for this for your midterm. I guess. Yeah, I guess. And I understand that Um, you were trying to use me to cheat your way through it so you didn't have to read it by yourself. Well, I wasn't. It wasn't necessarily musing. It's it's like the same reason that I sometimes stream myself doing my essays. It's not because mm-hmm. I feel like the people in chat are going to be able to help me write. It's that I feel like it's like it's easy for me to work into that dynamic of like, okay, I'm going to do this at this time here, which is the what I do for my stream. I can't like if I'm not doing it for my stream, then I have a hard time being like, okay, I'm going to do this like on this day here at this time. Um, I have a hard time sort of working into that system so if i cheat and some be like okay i want to i'm gonna i'm gonna this is what i'm gonna do for the stream it's like okay i'm tricking myself into doing my my essay in the same in the same vein um because like it was uh i was gonna i was gonna do this whether or not you recorded with me tonight i almost did the i almost did the episode by myself um but mm-hmm. uh you know i was gonna do it either way i wasn't using you to cheat sometimes i will sometimes i'll be like hey jackson help me write this essay because and uh, he has already graduated um, so I can use his, uh, exp- what, what was your thesis on, by the way? I don't think I've ever asked that. My like, like senior thesis that got me my degree. Yeah. Your batch thesis. Oh, it was, uh, like discerning how, uh, perceptions of serial killers in the beginning of like, you know, like, like, like the triangle theory of like, here's the three major things that are going to contribute to your, like early, if you experience any of these things in your early adolescence, you're going to become a murderous criminal. Yes. I dove deeper into that and to why that was wrong. And like, here's actual like real factors that may contribute to deviant behavior later on in life. Cool. And, uh, I may or may not have experienced most of those things. And it, and I'm like, I wrote out, I'm like, Hey, I might be a, a natural phenomenon or I'm lying in wait for my opportunity to just stop this persona of being an internet, uh, person and go on a rampage. You're, you're too anxious to be a murderer. I think. What do you mean by that? Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Liars for Hire. Um, I've been Chase, and this has been Jackson, and uh, I hope you learned something, or at least you found this interesting. Uh, and uh, you know what? I think that next week, we probably won't be this inaccessible in our content. But uh, for now, I'm glad that we were able to talk about it, and uh, thank you so much for listening. If, you, if you're hearing this, then uh, I think you're probably an outlier. I imagine most people tuned out around minute seven. Um, but you know what? That's fine. Fuck them. Anyway. Hey, listen, if you got this far into the podcast, comment your, your favorite mom and color. Dad. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. So thank you everybody for listening. Good night, everybody. Good night. It's the fire for fire. It's the fire for fire.